Thank you very much for joining me. How you been? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back, back, back. Steve Ren is easy. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm the guy. Fucking lit. I'm the guy. I'm Steve Ren is easy. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's June 18th, 2020. It's What's the Odds with Steve Renazizi. I'm the host, joined by my friends, Brenton Biddlecombe Hello. in one square, Lucas Hurl in another square, and Emma Edbrink in another square up in some undisclosed location. She won't tell us where she is, and she doesn't have to, and that's okay. My secret. Yeah, we don't want. We really don't want to know, but we're <laughs> glad that you're. everyone's safe. Lucas, we see the bike behind you, and I feel good about that. And Brenton, you know, how's the dog now? Uh, we're going to get test results back. I may have to jump off if the vet calls during this, and then MRI either tomorrow or Saturday. But so kind of wow. not, kind of not the, great kind news. Of the, not, yeah, yeah, kind of the not, same. Still don't know what's going on. It's been awesome. a well, mystery. Um, I hope uh, everything goes well. I hope you don't have to jump off, and I hope the vet. Um, gives you good news. I'll tell you what. I apologize to our fans that were expecting this podcast yesterday. I had to take a day. Um, I had a personal thing I had to take care of, which was getting massive amounts of fireworks across state lines to my house. Fuck and yeah, that's Wednesday, what I like to hear. Wednesday was the only day that my friends who really work for a living, you know, like I, you know, who work every day for a living. They could do it on Wednesday. I obviously have a very much more flexible schedule, so therefore I had to help them out. We all got we went down to Pennsylvania is where I'll say somewhere in Pennsylvania, close to Philadelphia area, to acquire said fireworks, and then uh, gingerly drove them back to the New York metropolitan area. Um, and all this is allegedly, so don't try to don't come at me now. Like, don't send me a bill now or some sort of ticket now that says, like, oh, I, I, you know, don't try to Des Moines me now is what I'm saying. Hey, I tried to get you out of that, Steve. What do you mean? I I texted you. Te- I, I have a guy. What? Yeah. Out of the ticket? The Des Moines ticket? Yeah, I texted you like I a didn't week get, ago. I didn't get that. Oh, my God. I got to go back and look. I didn't get it. Oh, my. So, wait. Someone contacted you or you were like, you I, knew I know someone. a guy that can, that can probably help you out. What if I paid it already because it was due? Uh, Did you pay it already, uh, Steve? Look, I don't. I don't want to say I folded to the man, but I had a stern talking to by my wife who said we can't go back there. We're not going back there. I don't want the law. I don't want to get pulled over one day and have the registration and then pull me out of the car because there's a bench warrant out for my arrest. I don't want any of this. Pay the fucking ticket, and um. I kind of listened this time. This time I took her advice. I kind of get where she's coming from with that. Sloppy yeah. podcast with no spine. I know. I get, I understand. I really, I, especially after my rant last week, I was ready to go to the, to the mat, to the Supreme Court. But, um, you know, it just, it's like, it's going to catch up to me. At some point, they're going to come after me for the 65 bucks and it wasn't worth it. So I, it was easy enough to pay online. Um, but, I'll send you the ticket anyway, Lucas. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I'll go back and look at my text messages. Um, but yeah, I'll send you the ticket anyway. You might be able maybe to we- still get it like off your record, even yeah. if refunded. 
refunded. Yikes! How often do you, how the often government do governments like to give money back? <laughs> Not often. I'm Not still waiting often. on my tax return, and I filed April fifteenth. I didn't even get a stimulus. Weren't we all supposed to get cash? You didn't yeah. get stimulated by the government. Never got my prostate stimulated or anything. Oh, I you, got uh, I got fully stimulated. Made, you might have made too much money. Uh, I don't know. Probably, but maybe probably by a dollar. Um, speaking of dollars, we spent a decent amount of money on fireworks, but we got a shit ton of fireworks, dude. It is going to be insane. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. We've got like cakes for days, mortars, spark. I just like shit that uh, that like everyone loves to look at, and then stuff that goes boom. All sorts of deliciousness, and I uh, I'm psyched about it. And we got to eat cheesesteaks. And we went to Geno's and Pat's, right? And I decided I thought Pat's was better. We all went to Pat's first, sat down, ate a, ate a cheesesteak. And then Nick, you know, uh, my buddy Nick, Penn State mm-hmm. Nick, mm-hmm. he went over to fucking Geno's and crushed another one. And his friend Lou did the same thing, too. Crushed an, to another t- another twelve foot fucking cheesesteak with whiz. That's so now much you, cheese and steak. Are you saying you did not do that, Steve? No, I did not. I did not. I swear to you, I did not. I didn't even have the cheesesteak. Everyone steak. in your group had a second, except for you. I did. Well, no, my buddy PJ also did not have a second. But we had a full twelve inch. I had a pork, pork and provolone, <laughs> and 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 he had one with uh, a cheesesteak with whiz. That was like I'm. I'm like I. I'll be here again. I don't need to do this. And you know what the best is? Is like we I was talking to him like probably three or four bites in. I go, which one's better? He's like, Pat's. But he finished the fucking yeah, Geno's anyway. You don't leave it on the table. Which is a great time to tell you guys. He uh, is entering the hot dog eating contest, which will be happening July 1st on the podcast. Um, and might even have another friend of mine who actually loves hot dogs because Nick doesn't even like to eat hot dogs. But... He can consume a lot of food. My friend Kevin loves hot dogs. It's very passionate about hot dogs, so much so that one time we went to Las Vegas for someone's bachelor party, and I can't remember whose it was, but we were staying at the Venetian, and he insisted that we go across the street to Circus. I believe it was Circus Circus because the back of their food court had the world's largest hot dog, and it was like 18 <laughs> inches, and he got two of them and ate them both. And Jesus. then he... He finished it up with a, uh, a like um, a shrimp cocktail, like it was like three drum jumbo shrimp from the circus. Just a circus cleanser of shrimp after two 18 inch hot dogs. I, I think that was the halftime show. I think that was between hot dogs. He <laughs> ate the fucking jumbo shrimp. Okay, I mean, by the way, we're not talking about a rocket scientist here. We're talking about someone who, on that same trip, went to um, we went to breakfast and uh, what? Did, oh, um, I'll have the. I'll have the um, hold on. I got to remember how it was phrased. The lady goes, "We've got um, what do you call breakfast? I'm, I'm losing my my um, the word right now. What do you, uh, um, brunch? Ho- br- no, breakfast uh, potatoes. What am I thinking of? Home fries. Home fries, right? The lady or goes, ha- uh, or hash browns. Hash browns, right? She he goes, uh, he goes. Do you have sliced potatoes? She goes, Yeah, we have hash browns. She goes, and he goes, No, I'll just, I'll just take the sliced potatoes. So, and I, like, this is the level of intelligence we're talking about here. But 
his love for food is is enormous as well. So he may be entering the contest too. Um, bring it, bring it. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that's July first. I think that's a Wednesday. If I'm looking at my calendar right, July first should be a Wednesday. Are more are more more people buying fireworks yeah. because of COVID? Well, funny you say that because look, I'm just gonna say I got mine from a private dealer. And that private dealer who will na- rena- <laughs> rename, wait, who will Re- remain, remain nameless. 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 We will rename him nameless. And nameless has told me that the market is out of control right now, okay? <laughs> nameless. <laughs> nameless is a relative of a very good friend of all of ours, okay? So nameless I've known for a very long time. And Nameless doesn't do this normally. Nameless has got a very good job and a wife and a family. And hey! There's that girl. Oh, I thought that was your fiance. Whoops. My fault. I didn't, I'm like, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool on the podcast. Anyway, Nameless has got a real life, but he dabbles in. Uh, pallets of of Chinese fireworks being sent over, uh, like into the port of Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, that's what we're talking about here. And, and I'll send a picture. Uh, let me. I could send a picture to Lucas or something. Mm-hmm. He could throw it up there. But um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll get you a picture of our grab. Um, and I got to etch out the stuff that you can't see. Like I think there's a license plate in there. But yeah, our pool was very very bountiful. Um, let's just say we took a suburban. And we, you know, which, which has like four or five feet of bat, and we could, I had a Tetris all these fireworks into this, like all the cases and boxes. It looks like we, like, have a hundred presents for Christmas packed so into the back the of this state suburban. State of New York blows up in the next couple of weeks. We know whose fault it was. It came from my shed. <laughs> it start- and I had to talk to the the kids about this. So anyway, yeah. So we got we're, we're cheesesteaks. We're driving back. We had a great time. Um, we got these fireworks, but yes, they are more in demand because uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of fireworks shows this year. So people are just going to be doing stuff on their own. Yeah, like I think they're all being canceled because they're you know like the Macy's fireworks show. People gathering. Yeah. So people are just going to be on their own, rogue doing this shit on their own. And uh, Nameless bought a pallet of Chinese fireworks wholesale in I think he said January for like three grand. And you could probably sell like this for like fifteen or twenty grand retail if you went to like one of those like firework outlets places and like when you hit the border of Pennsylvania. So we got Brent, a ridiculous any, amount of stuff. Are there any firework companies we can invest money in? I'm sure there um, are. Liquor tell and you fireworks something. right now. Nameless has a Chinese contact now, and um, Nameless probably wants to branch out next year and maybe buy like. A warehouse and do it for real because it's legal there. He can he can legally sell it. There. Yeah, it's legal in New um, Hampshire too. Yeah, it's not legal um, in like most 40, other places. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think like to have them is like at one point Pennsylvania you could buy them, but you couldn't light them off. So like that's Pennsylvania how it is in New Hampshire. Like it's legal to have them and buy them, but you have to like go through this arduous process to get permission to light them off. But nobody does yeah. it. Yeah, they won't sell them to people with like whatever, like unless you have an out of state license, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. 
we need sports to come back because every week you you continue to incriminate yourself and the felonies are getting worse and worse and worse. True. A month from now you're gonna be like, I killed a guy. Well, <laughs> we're gonna start a bail fund. If you do it in a different state, nameless. you can do that. It could be by firework because we have enough. Yeah, Brent, if you murder someone in a different state than what's on your license, it's completely legal. Yeah, totally fine. (laughs) And they didn't have the plane above me, so they didn't see it. And that's the thing. If they don't. As long as you do it with a firework. Yes, or a passport. If you have a passport, you show your picture, you can murder whoever you want. Um, uh, I'm very excited about about 4th of July. Not only is it my birthday, but the fireworks are going to be amazing. And so. um, And you got some snakes too, right? Some snakes and some sparklers. <laughs> Look, I have to be honest. We didn't really dabble in in sp- like we're gonna. I think one of one other person's going near the border, and they're gonna pick up a case of sparklers for the kids. Some snakes, some tanks, um, maybe a couple fucking um, uh, like um, I don't know. Like what are the 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 not poor like the um. Like those little tanks that go with each other and stuff. Stuff yeah. that stays on the ground. You know, like the kids can... Mm-hmm. No, Lucas, he went, he went and saw Joe Dirt. He's not messing around with sparklers. Dude, we got shit that will make people go, wow. Like, in the air. Aerial show, wow. This is crazy. Now, last, just, last year, things got out of control at the party. Um, a couple of the kids went rogue. One found um, a – because we do it in the front yard. One found a a frog in the pool, so they all went back there. Thankfully, it happened because my friend Kevin, same Kevin, knocked over the the pipe, and one went shooting into the front bushes of our house. The fucking bushes go up, and the other (laughs) one went to my neighbor's fucking car and almost blew that up from the bottom. So this year we're getting (laughs) – yeah, this year we're getting plexiglass. This year we're getting plexiglass, and um, we're gonna have like on the porch to have protection. It's gonna be, and only certain people are gonna be allowed near the fireworks. We have a much more controlled situation this year. I mean, look, I've done fireworks before. I used to have parties at my house, um, and in in L.A., like when I had it at, like an apartment or a small house, and we were like Simone and I would go to Chinatown to get fireworks and shoot them. Like we would like shoot them off in the neighborhood and stuff, and the cops would come. One time I was shooting one out of my dick hole, a uh, bottle rocket, just shot, like, you know, I had like a pipe around and shot it out. That was the one where Danish and O'Neill brought a pinata to my party. We were all hammered and we we're I'm bashing the pinata open. I busted it open. It was all garbage. It was filthy garbage that fell out, like tin cans <laughs> to, and like a pair of dirty used underwear to which <laughs> to which we were all laughing, to which Brody goes, are those medium? <laughs> <laughs> Are those a medium? Those are good jockeys. Um, God, I miss him. I know. So, uh, yeah, we. Uh, I always have fun with fireworks and shenanigans, but this year hopefully will be a little bit more contained. So, uh, yeah, fireworks are fun. I don't know if any of you guys ever get down with fireworks, but did you do them with your kids and stuff, or were you oh, yeah. like, oh just, fuck yeah, no? yeah, yeah? New Hampshire in the summer is just basically one big firework party. And you hear them going off now, like when not not even oh, when yeah. people, not even close to the fourth now. 
Yeah. No, people don't care. They'll just blow them up. I remember being in high school. We were at a, no, I was in college. I forget. I was home for someone's wedding, and I was at a friend's house in the woods. And their parents left, and they're like, "Do whatever you want. Just don't get the cops called." And as the cops pulled into the driveway while we were setting fireworks off in the woods, we had a big Roman candle right under this tree, and we had to wait for the Roman candle to finish before the cop could come all the way down the driveway. So it was just like us staring at cops with this firework going off in the middle of us for like ten minutes. <laughs> that's it. What are you gonna do? I mean, there you that's go. the greatest. They pull up. They shine the light that exactly no officer we're not doing that (laughs) yeah you're like i didn't know oh no i didn't know yeah and they're just watching you and writing the ticket as they're like just sitting there and getting ready you want a beer oh yeah um yeah no that is nutty that should be i was gonna say it it took me everything it took me everything last night not to fire one off in my backyard. Just one last night. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I thought about it. I'm like, they're all out there, all covered up. I could just light one off tonight. But it's, to like, it it's like pistachios or crack. You can't just do it once. You got to have like a yeah. whole bag. Uh, I cut you off, Lucas. Did you say they should be legal oh, everywhere? No. They, they should be like, no, they should be legal on the fourth. Just on the one day. Yeah, like I, the purge. yeah, and if you burn your house down yeah. because of fireworks, that's your own fault. Yeah, if you Jason Pierre Paul yourself on the Fourth of July, well, that's the consequences of the purge of of fireworks. But <laughs> yeah, and also it should be legal during COVID at all times as well. Until you lift, I mean, we should be able to entertain ourselves. And if I if blowing you up something have to pay in my your backyard, rent, but you should be allowed to let fireworks off out of your house. Now I don't want to start fires. I don't want anyone to uh, get hurt or anything like that. I just need some aerial fun to look at. Why can't that's American, right? Yeah, and the Instead rockets, stimulus, red glare. Send us fireworks, twelve hundred dollars yeah. of fireworks. George, just don't bust me. Um, speaking of Fourth of July fireworks, the national pastime seems to be back on track now to finally get their shit together and have a fucking baseball season. Because let me tell you something: this week almost pushed me to the edge of being a baseball fan. If you were satisfied with the shit you were hearing this week. You, I, I, I was like, this is bullshit because it started last week with Rob Manford coming out and saying, you know what, I don't, I'm not cert- certain there's going to be a, a major league baseball season, and that's the first time I thought to myself, holy shit, they're not going to do it. These guys are going to fuck this up again. And then I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch the thirty for thirty doc on Sunday about Sosa and McGuire, yeah, which we can get into. I watched that and I thought to myself, I was like, this is this, obviously this is what saved baseball. This is what has helped baseball. And it's not going to happen again. Baseball has le- has rested on its laurels of being a the national pastime and that it, you know people will always be there and we can be very conservative and the ownership doesn't have to bend. And you know what? The national pastime is violence. That's the fucking national pastime, okay? Mm-hmm. Violence has replaced baseball as the national pastime. People want to see MMA. Now, there was no MMA all the time, as, as big as it is now. It, they want to see more action, more violence. That is the national pastime now. And for baseball to sit back and go, oh, you know, we'll just wait and see how it goes, they almost fucked it up again. And this time it would have been destroyed. It would have been destroyed because it never would have come back the same. You can't juice up anything. Or we're all on to all the bullshit now. So I'm glad that they, they're figuring something out, whether it's 60 games, 65 games. The owners are going to give them all their fucking money, which they deserve. And that's that. Let's move on with our fucking lives. Get this shit together. Right? 
Yes. Bullshit. Part of me wonders, too, if it's like the NBA and Kyrie Irving, where now that we're getting closer to crunch time and people going back to work, they're like, you know what? I don't really want to go back. Like, I think that's yeah. part of what some NBA players are feeling right now. Well, I think th- th- there's a thought of like, is this because even I, I, when I talk to my son, I'm like, you know, they're, they're I think they're going to be. He's like, it's is really going to be a championship. Like, I I look and I'm wondering, I'm like, is that what they're thinking? Like, is this really going to be considered a real season? Are we going to be competitive? Is it going to be? A, and my answer to that is only if you make it, only if you treat it as if it is. Mm-hmm. You know. If you treat it as if you're going to go out there and do the best, you know, have a training camp and then go out and compete, like, not like it's, uh, you know, May 15th or June 17th, but like it's September 1st and you've got a race now. It's more of a race than it ever before because it's now everyone's even on July, what would be July 19th or 20th. How exciting is that? It's a horse race that you're starting at the stretch. You know, and so it uh, to me, I'm like, this could be very exciting. This is basically a 30, what, how many teams in baseball? 32 teams, 30 teams, whatever. Yeah. 60 games is almost a 30 uh, postseason. And then you're going to have an extra two, two, four teams in the postseason because they went from, what is it, six to eight, right? For then mm-hmm. this year yeah. and next year. And the DH, so you'll have just hitting all the time. I, I, I think it could be really exciting. I hope that. The players think it could be exciting. I hope they take the deal. I hope they get this shit together because every day now they move back. It's going to be a month from when they sign this deal to when they can start the season. So uh, I, I just I, I'm I'm optimistic again, which I'm sure I'm just fucking Charlie Brown getting the the football pulled away from me. But I I really I truly believe because I love baseball and I want to watch baseball. I want I mean like I'm gonna my son's little league team starting back up. There's a and they have practice in, on Saturday. So, you know, I'm excited to watch him play, but I want to see the pros go back, and I want to see them compete. I want to see the Yankees at full force, healthy. So I, I, I truly think that they will get their shit together. I'm glad they figured it out. And, I'm, you know, they're, they're, they're saying that because Manfred said, oh, there's no chance, or there's, uh, you know, I'm not optimistic about it happening, and because no one's talking, and then the players reached out, and I think they tweeted like, you know, you know, where, 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 and when? Where do you want to meet? And then that's how the dialogue started again. So, hopefully, they end uh, with some sort of agreement, and we can get, finally get fucking baseball back. Sixty games is fuck is fine. I like to see the yeah, DH. It'll be fun, you know. Yeah. And they'll have it all next season. All next, se- they're going to keep the DH and the A teams for next season. And if it was a full season. You know, you get a full season of all that. So, yeah. exciting. I kind of, I kind of like it. Fifty years from now, you know, when people go, "Oh, what was that like?" We're the only. This is the only year where you could have a sixty-game season and experience that. So it's yeah, like I mean, a, they a once in a yeah, lifetime. That, the year I they cut the, cool. the World Series out was like you know, but they never had a World Series. They started the season and they cut it off. But um, yeah, yeah, this is this is like a yeah a, an experiment and fun to watch and sort of like. Um, like a game, like if we were playing a video game, it would be a game mode. Like, oh, you know, a pennant yeah. race. So, um, did you watch the uh, the doc on Sunday, Lucas? Yeah. What yeah, about you, Brent? It really made me. Th- no, you didn't. No, I've been watching. Uh, we've been watching a lot of documentaries and films on Black Lives Matter, trying to uh, 
be better people. But yeah, watch well, your watch your home. This run was chase. about this was almost this was about almost a black guy. Sammy Sosa at one point was a d- way darker, much blacker than he Very is true. now. And uh, you know, I, the only thing my wife took away from it, she's like, "When are they going to talk about what happened to his face and skin?" And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, because it was two hours, which I knew. And then, like hour and a half in, they were still like on home run number 70 or 68. And I was like, we haven't covered steroids or the fact that Sammy Sosa is white yet. Like, did they talk start- to him like today? They had a, both of them in there and we're interviewing them. Well, so I don't saw know. Sammy? Yeah. Oh, you saw Sammy. He's in, where was he? Dominican? Yeah. Was he, was he wearing a bright colored shirt? To highlight his face? No. He was wearing, he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a Very suit. Very nice suit. And, yep. His hair is long and kind of curly in the back. He's gained weight, so there's more of a face to look at. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so he's it's very not puffy. only, like, yes, very puffy, very bloated, you know, like post steroids. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so, yeah, Mark McGuire looks the same. Yeah, Mark he looks McGuire, good. You know, Big yeah. Mac looks great. Big Mac looks exactly the same, just older a little bit. But yeah, but Sosa, it was jarring. Now, I'd seen pictures and I had seen the interview, I think it was like on Real Sports, that he walked out because they were asking him about his face and he just got up and walked out. So I thought, I'm like, well, they they didn't get to him, but maybe this documentary now will be the one that ask him, you know, has he had a like medical procedure or something, you know, is there, but. Nothing. Nothing about his face. Nothing about why he looks that way. And kind of not that much about steroids either. What'd you think, Lucas? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it didn't get the best reviews compared to the other 30 for 30s, but uh-huh. I did really like it. I didn't know that because I remember watching it as a kid and them going back and forth, but they were really going back and forth and like, you know, how many times. Like my favorite clips, Steve, were when they showed Sosa hitting a home run while they were playing the Cardinals. And like he got, you know, to 66 and McGuire was a 65 and how they like just kept leapfrogging each other in like the same game. They're playing each other. Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. I was in college. So um, nationally televised games were the only time you really got to see there was no packages there was no packages certainly that i was going to be yeah. able to afford yeah. there was no internet really so you know as big as it is now obviously this was 98 so it was like you either caught the game on espn or you didn't and those games were must see tv like everyone was like you know there were certain sporting events that were like all right we got to work around this because so you know whatever it is but that year that summer was insane and coming back watching the two of them battle and i'll be honest i didn't even realize this until i went back i read something about albert bell (laughs) had a better second half than arguably either one of them that same year that same year in 98 that was with the white Sox, right go if you can because i'm on my i only have my phone so if you could pull up albert bell's second half of 98 it's it's arguably better than both of their second halves in '98. Wow! And you forget, I forgot yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. was even a part of that, and they didn't really talk about what happened to him. He kind of petered off at fifty or something, right? He didn't get hurt, did he? Yeah. 
No, uh, I don't think he did, surprisingly. Because, yeah, I, I mean, that, that's the angle. August. That's the angle I would have talked about. I would have started talking about the steroids when Ken Gri- Because that was it. I was like, there was an obvious difference between a guy who I believe in my life and has never been accused of taking steroids, Ken Griffey Jr., and what he was able to accomplish and what these guys... Now, look, again, I agree with Mark McGuire. I don't think steroids makes you hit the ball any... uh, be able to have better hand-eye coordination or any of that. I'm just saying you could probably lift weights more days and get a little bit stronger than everybody else because you can recover faster. And that's yeah. my point. Now, I'm not saying Ken Griffey Jr. should have been lifting more weights or doing whatever he did. But, and, and to be fair, McGuire did say he focused on hitting home runs. He focused on doing that. So that was his – Ken Griffey Jr. was a better hitter, obviously. He was a better yeah. all-around hitter, better you know, batting – better everything, doubles, speed. And he said, I didn't have that. So he focused on that, but I'm I, I'm saying like I think the natural limit takes you to a certain level, and then that little bit extra with these guys used takes you beyond that. Because I mean, what what was the Orioles guy a couple years ago? Was it Chris Davis? No, what was his name? He had like uh, 50, 55 or fifty six, and then he tested positive, and then he basically is going to get run out of the league now. What was that guy's Davis. name? They gave him a shit ton of money too. On the Orioles. I thought it was Chris Davis. First baseman. Is it Chris Davis? I just don't want him getting confused with the Chris Davis on Oakland. But I think it is Chris Davis. He looked a little bit like a Neanderthal. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He's got a Neanderthal face. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's the same thing. It's like you you hit these milestone or these huge numbered years and then... You kind of get popped for it. You you get off of it. And then you come back down to where normal is. Um, I have Albert Bell's second half stats right here. In 76 games, he hit 31 home runs, 86 RBI, and he had a 387 batting average. 387, 87 RBIs, which is almost like what you would get, what a $5 million or $12 million a year player would get right now. He -hmm. produced in the second half of that season. 31 home runs and almost half and almost double the games, which is Yeah, that's crazy. a full season. And in that, those uh, 76 games, he had the third highest OPS in Major League history. One and two were Ted Williams. Yeah. In the same span. Crazy. He was crazy. just such an asshole to the press. Yeah. That just had to have been. But he also had way less strikeouts than Sammy. He was a great hitter. Hands yeah. fast to the mm-hmm. ball, quick, powerful, all gap to gap. Insane, Albert Bell. I, I completely forgot. I had no idea. I'm glad they did it. Um, you know, they did. They glossed over the whole, you know, Sammy didn't talk about steroids. He is. I did find it weird that the, that the Cubs want. Because it's been over 20 years, you know, the Cubs sort of are ready to make amends. I think Sammy feels like, you know, you, you've taken back Mark McGuire, baseballs, t- you know, and accepted him. What what is the difference between what he did and what I did, or or not even what he did and what I or, or what he's what he did and what you said I did, and he's so accepted. Why can't I come back? And so I think the Cubs have made it clear that they want him to give an like a verbal apology for taking steroids before they're going to welcome him back. 
And I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me that they make him do that. It's just sort of like, let's just let it. We all know what happened. You know, like, yeah. we kind of all know what happened. If he's willing to come back and wants to come back, have him throw out the first pitch at a fucking, at, a, at you know, opening day. He, he ba- mm-hmm. I mean, what I took away from the documentary, and I do remember, is that it did truly bring baseball back. Baseball was fucking, after the strike, after they couldn't get their shit together, the Yankees were starting to get good. Now, I was back because I was a Yankee fan. But if you didn't live in New York, the outer market, like the major – when when the NBA Finals was on, Jordan just ran through June. Then you had a month and a half before training camp started. and then Because that's how baseball was. It was like people paid attention for July and a little bit of June and a little bit of August till football started. But they, they had – national attention during football games on Sundays. If it was McGuire and Sosa in 98 playing each other on Sunday night, everybody was watching the fucking that game where that was ne- that hadn't happened in 30 years probably. And so that was my point about the whole thing now. It's like that th- there is no more magic wand. There, yeah. So you can't have it happen again. And you should give these guys credit. I think they've gone, given an, enough credit to McGuire. I think they should give Sosa a little more credit, especially the fucking Cubs, because they weren't even supposed to be that good that year. I don't remember the Cubs ever being good during any of those years. So yeah, like Sosa was their team. That like they showed that Sosa and Kerry Wood were the yeah. two. Mm-hmm. And also, I love the uh, Harry Carey kind of shout out. And I forgot that you know Chip Carey was hired by the Cubs that season to be the first grandson grandfather announcing duo and then you know harry tragically passed that december so it never got to happen so i, I yeah it was yeah, cool yeah, i forgot about that yep yeah he's i i did he did that part about him not being able he was talking about you know his grandfather he was he was looking forward to him being in the booth with him for at least a year and having him tell stories about you know all, all the past players and and so he's like i felt like i didn't get a chance to have that and and you know I don't, I don't remember it because Harry Carey dying in 98 uh, but or before the season. But I just I, I remember Kerry Wood. I remember that 20 strikeout game. I remember being like, holy shit. Kerry, like it was Kerry Wood and like Steven Strasburg, these 20-year-old pitching phenoms that came up. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed the documentary. It wasn't like, you know, they're good. They're just, they're, they're you know, they're not yeah, perfect. I wonder... Like, it made me think, you know, McGuire, I re- like, can they just have a steroid ho- uh, branch of the Hall of Fame? <laughs> just like a little off room you go into and you have. Yeah, you got to pay a guy. You slip a guy at 20, <laughs> gives you a bag, you go in. That's not I mean, a bad. Look, uh, I, there, there's a version of that. There's a version of saying, like, look, if you are a player like a Barry Bonds or a uh, Roger Clemens or a player that's been known to be involved with this steroid thing, you should be, here's what I would say, you can be put into the Hall of Fame based on your numbers alone, but on your plaque, it has to say that you were involved in, and some of these stats may be inflated due to the involvement of performance-enhancing drugs. And you have to have that on your plaque. And that's the stipulation to go in with. 
Now, I don't know if some of these guys would want that on their plaque or would want to be in, or just would rather not be a part of it. You but know? a guy like McGuire, I don't put in the same class as Bonds. Like, they are two different people who kind of treated their accusations differently. I remember yeah. at the time when McGuire's like, yeah, I take this stuff. It's in my locker. You see it right there. And it boosts, yeah. boosts my yeah. T levels. And, you know, at that time, he was like, nobody was really working out like the way I was working out. And so I was just kind of doing what the weightlifters were doing to get stronger. Because he's like, if I, I know I'm fast to the ball. My hands are fast to the ball. My eyes are great. So if when I get there, I'm stronger than everybody else, I'm going to hit it for far and hard. So uh, it, it all made sense. You know, I think Bonds was took notice of all that, was part of all that in 98, you know, was probably having great seasons himself and then just saw what he probably realized what he needed to do. It's sort of, you know, like the way Lance Armstrong kind of realized, I got to go see Dr. Ferrari because if everybody's going to see Dr. Ferrari, the guys are winning, I got to go fucking see him. And so, and but Bonds was obviously probably more adamant than everyone else. But you know what? All these fucking guys went to Congress and lied. Which is the biggest joke? Liars lying to liars. It was insane. Mm-hmm. But you know, they all went out there and said they didn't do it. They all, you know, so the 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 versions of how they came out of it vary, and how much they're accepted into baseball vary. But that that's what I would say. You want to have maybe not a wing, but you want to have someone go in because I think Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer regardless of when he took of if he took steroids. Truly. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think his numbers, even before up, probably through 2003, two are almost Hall of Fame worthy. Before he really but got into, you know? Before you put any of those guys in, you got to get Pete Rose in first. Yeah, same thing with Pete Rose. If you want to put him in and say, based on merit, he's in, but on his plaque, he's got to say, uh, but was uh, accused of gambling on baseball. I'm sure he. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna speak for Pete Rose, but that's. I, I'll speak for him. Fuck yeah, I'll take that deal. <laughs> it looks Let's a hell of a lot better him. than I did steroids. Gambling yeah. makes him sound cool. It does. I'm sure that the and there's no like negotiation of like, can you write like I always bet on my team? No, there's only like the one sentence, and that's what it deals with. That's how it. You know, that's how you deal with it. So. Um, and again, I don't know how you get into like proving who did it and who didn't do it. You know, if Andy Pettit gets let in, does he have to go? You know, because they're going to let Kurt Schilling in, or maybe they won't. Based on numbers alone, Kurt Schilling's, you know, deserves to get into the Hall of Fame. I think. Yeah. And so, you know, you're gonna you're not gonna let him in, or you're gonna let him in. You got to have you know Andy Pettit, same thing. So there's a lot of guys out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I I enjoy the doc. I I am glad baseball's figuring out that they they're not perfect and they need to fucking fix themselves and move along with the times and they'll get back together soon. So, um, but Sammy Sosa is white. It- is <laughs> is I don't know what has happened to him. And if he's sick, I hope he's not sick. That's the thing. It's like I don't know. It's jarring. It's jarring to see. If there's a, I'm sure there's a picture. If you could pull it up, Lucas, side by side of what we yeah, know no, and what here, we saw. He's, he's he's going by Sam Sosa now, Steve. Here, I'm going to share it right now. But he he's oh, been he said he said he's used skin bleaching in the past. Well, let's see if the results 
show. Also, have you seen what Barry Bonds looks like now? Here, I'm going to share the screen. Oh, wait. Emma, you have to enable share oh, shit. screening. One sec. Um, have you seen Barry Bonds has the opposite of steroid body? He lost a lot of weight. Oh, really? He He's well, really he, skinny. Is he up still in the Bay Area? He's probably vegan, doing yoga now. He doesn't have to. He, he was he, he, massive, though, the last I saw him. Right. No, he got into road cycling now, so he lost about mm. 70 pounds. You should first pull up, now. First pull up, right, what's his name, and then pull up balance. I want to see who yeah. looks better. All right, so here's Sosa's before and after. Ready? You see it? Hold on. I got to I gotta zoom in here. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a big and by the way, photoshopped. He looks the like before, Alderama. The before... Is still him rather like like not only from probably about ten years ago. That's not like well, he's got a Cubs background, so maybe it's probably two thousand six, seven. Two thousand I bet say two thousand well yeah, that could be right. So that's only, you know, sixteen, fifteen years ago. I felt like he when he was in ninety eight, it was like even darker. But it's remarkable to see how holy cow. And here's how skinny Bonds is now. He's he's lost a lot of weight. He's back to his pirate's weight. And then Ken Griffey got fat, which is hard to see. That's I know. All right. Griffey. Oh, the natural dude. You don't want to see pictures of Fat Griffey, do you? It's it's hard to see. <laughs> like him oh, and really? Frank Thomas, yeah, him and you know Frank Thomas is my favorite player of all time, and I'm so happy that he didn't probably take steroids because that would crush me. But yeah, if Griffey had, he probably would have stayed healthy. Yeah, he was. Un- I mean, just the, the, like the closest thing. I, I my dad used to tell me he's like I. Saw Willie Mays play once or twice, but Ken Griffey was the closest thing I've ever seen to someone who had that ability to run and catch and hit and throw. He had a fucking cannon. You know, he was 18, and he was playing the outfield with his fucking dad, and you didn't even question that both of them deserved to be out there. It was insane. Did um, your dad watch Mel- Willie Mays with the Mets? I think when one time he did when I can't remember what year he said he he saw Willie Mays play. He said he said saw him play once. So okay. my dad was born in was born in forty eight. So I can't remember what year it was. But yeah, he said he saw him play once, and Ken Griffey was the closest thing he's ever seen, even come close to it. Uh, and and it Mike also, Trout it says, looked, was the closest yeah. thing he said he ever resembled to Mickey Mantle. And then my dad. You, because the Astros said the only way to get Jose Altuve out was with a gun. Those were um, three of his <laughs> parting baseball thoughts. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else we got going on here? Um, oh, Brenton. I apologize Steve. for bringing up a sore subject, but it is newsworthy. The Buffalo Sabres have fired their GM. They have decided to move in another direction. This is, what, the third year in a row? Third year in a row. First year, third year in a row. For third year in a row, they're going to move in another direction. Which means, if I'm if I if you go 
three directions in three years, you're, you made a triangle, right? You're probably right back yeah, to where we're, you started. We're one, one GM away two, from back where we started. Right back to where you started. And that's probably what? Losing Eichel? Eichel. Out of, out of his would, rookie. I, look, Eichel has two more years on his contract, I think. He's obviously not happy. He likes the coach, so it's good they didn't fire the coach. But they're probably going to be one of the worst teams next year. And if that happens again and he runs his mouth again, he's probably going to opt out. So they're going to lose him. He'll go win a cup somewhere else, be a Hall of Famer. And uh, I hung his jersey on my wall for no reason. I mean, it'll be worth it if you can get him to sign it when he goes into the Hall of Fame as an Islander or a Ranger or something like that. Yeah. Because you'll have I, his, I, like, you know, but we'll, it's not we'll going to be worth it to the Sabres organization, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. But the guy they hired, he's a former player, and he's from upstate New York. He's a diehard Sabres fan since he was a kid. Who gives a fuck where he lives, Brenton? Does he know how to organize a hockey team? We'll Does see. he know how to draft and coordinate we'll and we'll manage? See. We'll see what he does with a top 10 pick. He's an upstate guy. Who gives it? You think, oh, that's great. So the, the dialect won't be tough. He wants to win, Steve. I think if a fucking Russian came in there and didn't speak a lick of English and was straight out of the Kremlin, but he put together the fucking the 70s Soviet team in Buffalo, they'd all be wearing fucking, you know, those uh, those Slovak hats out around there. And they'd all be yelling, Mikhail, Mikhail, Mikhail. So don't give a fuck, dude. Just get someone in there who knows what the hell he's doing. He knows what he's doing. That's why they hired him. Oh, my God. Keep that clip, Lucas. Put that on a fucking loop right there. We'll, we'll, we'll table that and come back to that in a year for the full <laughs> trifecta all the way back to the square. Um, and the Islander, well, the and Islanders. I'll say the, new, I'll say the same thing about when they hire the new guy next year, when they exactly. fire him and hire the new guy. You're an optimistic idiot. Um, the Islanders you have officially, to be a Buffalo fan. They've officially closed the, they're not going to play anymore at the uh, Coliseum. It's closing. The Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, the barn as it was known, the Islanders won four Stanley Cups inside there. And then, uh, you know, it's not a great place. Uniondale's not a great fucking hang. And so the Islanders sucked. Nobody went there. And then it became very dilapidated. And then so they fixed it up a couple years ago. The Islanders moved over to the Barclays Center, played a couple of years there. Then they split time back and forth this year, and then they fucking closed it. Now they're going to build a new stadium where the Belmont Stakes is being held uh, on that little piece of land over there. And so everyone has a new stadium. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with, uh, with the Canasso Coliseum, but I heard they're going to make wrestling events happen there. So, um, But, yeah, four fucking Stanley Cups in a row, all won there, and, uh, and now it's going to be shut down. Bam, just like the Sabres. Um, Not shut down yet. Uh, where does Kaepernick land? He's got to get a team. He's going to be on a team. I mean, I, you saw what I've, Fauci said. Fauci, <laughs> Fauci doesn't think there's going to be football. <laughs> I love how Fauci's like. Why is did so? I didn't even see how that came about. I just saw it on ESPN. But like, did someone ask him like, do you? How do you think this affects football? Or does he come out and say like, look, here's the deal. We got to stop wearing masks, which I was wrong about. I didn't shouldn't have never said we shouldn't have worn masks. But we got to wear masks all the time, and it's going to get worse. And by the way, I think it's going to affect football in particular. Or do you think it came off the heels of Dak? Te- uh, I mean, um. Of Ezekiel Elliott and those guys testing positive and 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 that happened. Yeah, I think probably that's came what off it the was. heels of that. 
Because more so than any of the sports, other than maybe MMA, you're going to be right in someone's face spitting on them. I mean, there's going to be saliva exchanged, sweat exchanged every single it, play. Because think about this, okay? So now you're the, you're, you know, you're the Bills, right? It's week three, and your entire quarterback room gets the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Who do you play quarter? Who plays quarterback on Sunday for the game? Kaepernick. <laughs> Kaepernick. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Again, all these guys. I'm telling you, if I were Cam Newton, here's what I would do. I would go get the coronavirus right now. Get it. Get it over with. Now I got the antibodies, right? I'm, I'm coronavirus free. I'm Superman. Pull your fucking shirt open, Cam. Now week three when Jared Al- or Josh Allen can't play. Well, guess who comes swooping into the day? You don't have to worry about me. I'm coronavirus free. I've been tested. I got antibodies and a fucking will to throw the ball. Let's go. So not a bad idea. If you are Cam Newton or uh, what's his, uh, who's Jameis Winston, go get coronavirus. Get it out of the way now because that's the only way you're going to be guaranteed someone's going to need you. Right? Cam and Jameis, I just want to point out, Steve is not a doctor. He doesn't know if you can or cannot catch it a second time. And I know you're listening to this episode. Please don't go get coronavirus. You Probably have to get coronavirus. Idea. If Steve you want to play in the no NFL, medical get background. it now. If I, if you're not, I guarantee, you know who's got coronavirus? I guarantee you as we speak right now, you know who has it? Yeah, Belichick's Tom. probably passing it around the locker room. Tom, Tom Brady has it. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady has it and has already given it to all his receivers. You know why? They don't want to get snuck up on in week six when they're playing the fucking, the Panthers on the road, a divisional game. And all of a sudden, oh my God, all the wide receivers have coronavirus? No, they don't. We all got it when Tom Brady gave it to us in fucking June. That's what's in like those a great pills. leader. Yeah. Like a great leader. Yeah. yeah, Tom has the immunity pills. That's yeah. what he gives the root. <laughs> if you're not getting coronavirus, you're not trying. That's the point. You're not preparing for the season. <laughs> if you've not listened to Dr. Fauci, you know, he's going to say people are going to get it. Get it now. Get it out of the way. Do you know what my mom did when when uh, one of us, me, my brother, and my sister, one of us got chicken pox? Do you know what she did? She said, I'm not going to spend six weeks hoping. (laughs) She put us all in a room together, and we all got fucking chicken pox together, whether you were afraid of it or not. Did you know that uh, that's what she was doing? No, I thought she just locked the door for for no reason. (laughs) I was like, can I come out, Mom? She's like, no, not for a week. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But you know what? We were all, two weeks later, we were all at, you know, outside. Hanging out, no one had spotted up. No one, you know, we were great, good to go, and we got it done with. That's what you should be doing right now, preparing for the NFL season, especially if you're undrafted or you don't have a team yet. You should be getting coronavirus. So, assuming Kaepernick Smart and gets coronavirus, where do you think he plays? What team do you think he lands on? God, I mean, he, none of his old coaches I don't even think are coaching in the league right now. Yeah. That's a really you know, hard question. I know the teams that don't want to have him. I the teams that don't. <laughs> there are teams that don't want a quarterback controversy. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are teams mm-hmm. that are like, I just want the Buffalo Bills. I just want to talk about Josh Allen. I don't need to hear someone else come in here and have a you know a good first two weeks of camp. And next thing you know, you're like, whoa. 
So there are teams that definitely don't want, you know, someone coming in there and, and having a quarterback controversy. Or they have to compensate for the Jake Fromm situation, cut him and sign Kaepernick and show yeah. the league they're the wokest team in the NFL. There's there I mean, like look, if you've got a shitty backup that you weren't even sure about now, that's probably what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That, and you know what? It's happened happened to everyone. All, you know, sitcoms. It used to be just straight up whiteies across the fucking room. Then they were like, people have black friends. And next thing you know, all black people were all the best friends on all the shows. And then all of a sudden they were like, wait a minute, why can't we just have people like, yeah, okay, black people can now be the, have their own show. And then they had their own shows. And then they had their white friends. And that's how it works. We move the ball along. We are the people that move the ball along. Entertainment. Do you understand, Brenton? This is what I've been trying to teach you for years. We are the uh, tastemakers. Do you understand? Wasn't the, wasn't the league an all-white cast, Steve? I, my internet cut out. What did you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> we had black friends on that show. Do you remember? <laughs> what was that? Season 7, episode 13. Go to minute 12 and 10 seconds through minute 12 and 38 seconds. Black guy, thank you. I'm not saying I'm not saying I didn't sneak it under the wire, okay? I'm not saying that if it was the league started 2 years after me that Jenny wouldn't have had a black wa- uh, it wouldn't be, you know, Sam, a, a, a black husband. Fair enough. It wouldn't be fucking, you know, Jordan Peele and Katie Azelton. It probably would have been. I'm Fair just enough. saying it was taken off HBO Max in 30 years. We'll know why. Oh, boy. HBO Max had a... Yeah. What did they take off? Gone with the Wind? Yeah. That's what they took off. Gone with the Wind. I don't even know why. I've never even seen Gone with the Wind. Is it I racist? I guess. But wasn't everything wasn't it made when it was when it was racist was racist times right yeah Yeah, it was just really popular I think that was the problem it's like the most famous movie of that time you know Mm -hmm. who gives a shit I never even watched it anyway I don't who's who's searching for fucking Gone with the Wind on HBO Max if if you are you should kill yourself there's a reason you're looking for that either you're a racist and you're looking for the good old days. Or you're a truly sad person, and you should probably be off the earth now. It's enough. There's other HBO Max. If you get to Gone with the Wind, if you skip Dan Soder's Son of Gary to go to Gone with the Wind, you're a fucking idiot. Um, I oh, I cashed. I made my money back on golf last week. Good. Um, I got a I got a little bit of scratch back. I made my money back. Colin Morikawa saved me. I probably would have made money had he made that putt and won the playoff. Oh, God. I don't know if you watched on Sunday. Um, him and Daniel Berger went to a playoff. The first uh, live event back. Him and Daniel Berger went to a playoff. And then on uh, they they both had basically three footers. Daniel Berger tapped his in. Colin Morikawa went to tap his in. And it lipped out. And so Daniel Berger won. But I made a little bit of money this week. I'm doing really fucking well really well right now i got three contests going with this lineup may i I stop you for a second so it's a thursday through sunday right you're not doing just today no 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 i do the three i do the two million dollar one million to the twenty dollar buy-in i do three bets on on uh draft kings 
And so I just make a, I make a lineup that I'm confident mm-hmm. in, and I put it into three different events. That's how I do it. I don't gam- I don't fuck around with a lot of bullshit. I'm not putting in twenty lineups. I know, oh, no, and- I, what I'm what I'm saying is, you're playing the full tournament start to finish, Thursday through Sunday. You're not doing like just today. No, 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 no. Okay. Thursday through Sunday. It's a fucking marathon, not a sprint, dude. I don't bet on who's going to have the best round today, okay? I'm betting on the marathon, not the sprint. And this week, I got a good lineup. Bryson DeChambeau, who's doing very, very well. Colin Morikawa again. He's uh, minus three, or I think he's minus six. Uh, Shane Lowry, I don't know how he's doing. Oh, wait. I don't know how he's doing. I don't have it live. Victor Hovland, who's in the clubhouse at minus six. JT Poston, who's in the clubhouse at minus four, and KJ Choi, who's still out there. Right now, I'm making sixty-five dollars. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say sixty-five thousand. That's what? exactly <laughs> enough to pay off a Des Moines speeding ticket. Oh my god. <laughs> Look who's thinking now. You thought uh, I was gonna say sixty-five thousand? You were you were building that up like like, oh, I I am making money this week. It is all happening for me. This is the big one. $65. Brent, Steve, I, I won $600 marathon. doing Australian soccer. If you're going to brag, you got you to say – you got to give me five figures, six figures, something. You built How many up. lineups are you putting in? I did one lineup in Australian soccer, and I came in fifth place. You just read up. It's what do you? As my kids would say, what are you a fucking bot? Are you a yes. bot, dude? What do you mean? You're. How do you There's know Australian soccer? I read up on it. You read Brenton. up on it. You you put in the numbers. You have a system, and sometimes it works. I have my system. It's working. I'm winning forty six dollars, <laughs> Brenton. It just went down. Golf is way harder than <laughs> what, what the fucking games you're playing. <laughs> You gotta worry about one team. I gotta worry about all these individuals who don't even like each other. You think Bryson DeChambeau talks to Shane Lowry? He's Irish. I'm telling you, dude. I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. Okay, and okay. Let me tell you, I, I had a dream. No, Brent, I want I you to win. I, was, I want you to I was, win. I want you to come on the show on Wednesday and say I won the million dollars. I'm just saying would, hold your horses on the sixty-five dollars that just dropped to forty-six dollars. I was going to share with you my dream that I had two nights ago. Okay. That I, when I decided on this lineup and I put it in, I, 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 I had a feeling, and I have a feeling, continuing feeling, that I was going to win a million dollars this weekend. And I want you to. I'm telling you, I and, want you to. That would be amazing. And I will. And yes. I will. And when I do... I'm going to slow roll you. I'm not going to have a big party like you had, come out with all my new fucking winnings and all my shiny new shit. What are you gonna, talking about? What party? And first of all, I didn't show you my lineup until I was at $100,000. That's when yeah, I started you, bragging. Where, where'd you show it to me? At my house using at my Wi-Fi? Yes. Using well, my Wi-Fi. I might not have been on your Wi-Fi. You were on my Wi-Fi. You couldn't Maybe. get you don't get bars up in the mountains. I don't mean to brag, but I saw his lineup at 32K. Yeah. Yeah. That's like seeing a soft dick. I saw it when he had a full chub going. (laughs) I still haven't seen the lineup. (laughs) That's it. You can't handle the lineup, Em. We keep it away from you. It's true. Um, 
I like my lineup a lot. I'm very happy no, with good. who I've got going out there. Dude, I'm, and I I'm haven't happy. checked since we started the podcast because I'm very am, focused on doing one thing. Yeah. I've got fucking notes for days. Don't test me. And I no, feel no, no, like I'm, Steve, I'm happy for you. And I, I encourage you to keep doing this because you know more about golf than anybody I know except maybe Court McCown. And most of the people you're playing against are just idiots like me that are just plugging in fun names. So at some point you are going to win a substantial amount of money, but just, you know, hold your horses on the $65 brag. Let's just wait and see. I just wanted to, first of all, I appreciate your kind words. Thank you. I, and I agree with you. Um, but I, I, I do, I just wanted to make a point that my, 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 process is working trust yeah. the process it's not yeah. maybe not I, working I trust as, the process. as fast as your process worked but my process much like golf is a slower moving game more analytical not not for any dumb dumb to walk <laughs> off the street listen to a podcast and plug some fucking fun names together Do you know what kind of grass they're playing on rye bent you know what kind of wind there is in harbor it's crazy. You didn't check the weather reports for Thursday and Friday, did you? That's how I know. Well, Call it. Look, I can relate. I do that for football. If you don't think I'm factoring in the weather and if they play on real grass or turf, you're out of your mind. And if you can't sense my genuine frustration for all the work I put in for 46 <laughs> fucking dollars to this point. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to all our Patreons, Patrons, Patreon members. They're patrons. They're right. That's yeah. what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give out all their names today because I did my work and I pulled them up. Andrew Smith, Austin T. Jackson, Brad Johnson, Brando Dominic, Corey Creasy, Drew Rogers, Dylan Irish, Johan Moore. Casper Peterson, my man out in Switzerland, Sweden. Matthew <laughs> Linneo, Nick Lawson, <laughs> Rafael Cabrera, not the hitter, but it could be. Cena Curry, St- Stephen Pittman, Tim Riggle, Tyler Hawkins. And did I say Andrew Smith already? Yes, I did, but I'll say it twice. Thank you very much for being patrons, and we're going to get you something real soon, all right? One of these fucking shit-talking sessions are going to pay off one of these days, and I'm going to win a million fucking dollars. I'm going to win a million dollars, and I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. I'm not going to keep it from you like Brendan with my ways, my different – different. oh, I have to listen to my variations. on. I listen to my podcast and, and do this. No. I'll tell you exactly how I fucking did it. Oh, please let me win some money. I just have to win some <laughs> money. Um, did you see, by the way, quick turn here, not to get political. Did you see the picture of Kellyanne Conway? And uh, from this past, uh-uh. Brett mm-hmm. Lucas, can you pull that chin up if you get a chance? Yep. You know, yep. we all know Kellyanne Conway, right? Yeah, of what course. But a princess, that what a gem she is. <laughs> well, I guess she hadn't been around for a while, hasn't been uh, out on the Sunday shows, but she did get back this <laughs> last Sunday. And um, look, again, I don't want to make fun of anyone's face, but there seems to be a pretty remarkable change. Um. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at the lap. I zoomed into the one. Yeah. She got a whole new face. I, yeah. I mean, That's a different look. person. Do you think she, do you think they, do you think it's actually her? Do you think they replaced her with a stunt double or something? No, that was from the, like, I guess that's from her appearance on 
was it Fox and Friends or Fox News, whatever it is? <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know what does that. I haven't talked to my wife about this yet. That's just straight up plastic surgery, I think. Yeah. Her I face is really? a different shape. It's like a different shape. A different shape. I didn't know if it was just because it plump. It's more plump. I don't know what, how you get plump. Botox, they, uh, I think. Yeah, they, they fill it. They, they inject but you. But that looks like they went in and like reshaped it. They like carved her face out. Yeah. I mean, I if mean, you're going to be in it, quarantine for months on end, you might as well get some shit done. Maybe she just yeah. eats like the carcasses of babies or something. Or baby, she drinks Definitely. like baby blood. She gets that injected into her for a couple weeks, and that's how she turns out. Um, she looks great. Oh, I'll post later on. I got a good trick shot video. Jonah made a jump shot off the diving board into the basketball net on the uh, in the pool. I'll put it up later on. We've been that we were doing trick shots all week. That's why I got a little more sunburn. Um, but next week I'm going back to work. Stand up comedy. I can't believe it. I'm gonna have a microphone like this in my hand, talking to people, hopefully six feet apart, wearing masks and don't have <laughs> coronavirus. Please don't come if you are sick, feel sick, don't feel well that day. If you stub your toe and you're like, <coughs> I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. It's it's all right. But if you are healthy. And you do want to have fun, I'll be at the Bricktown Comedy Club next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. One show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Tickets are uh, at Steve Renn. Well, they're not at steverenniseasy.com because they just went up yesterday. So they'll be there soon. But if you go to my stories and you swipe up on Instagram, they're there. And bricktowncomedy.com. I'll let you know. Oklahoma City, I've never been there before. I'm going to bring my golf clubs So because I'm flying southwest. Fucking humble brag right there. Um, and so they let you bring two free bags. So I'm going to fucking bring my golf clubs and let me know where to play in Oklahoma city. What are the good courses there? Hit me up on social media. Let me know where to eat and where to play golf on Friday and Saturday. Um, anything to plug from you guys? Lucas, plug your video. Yeah. I released a video. I went to a couple black lives matter protests here in Los Angeles and I Yelp reviewed them. So, Oh, which is your best black lives matter protest. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, definitely. I went to the one on Sunday, much more festive than the ones from about two and a half, three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Do you happier. think it's the ship? Do you think it's the Chappelle? Um, special that came out that lightened up the mood you think it or no do you think, think it's that, like think no military involvement yeah yeah you don't that think a weeks. giant police presence and tanks and, <laughs> and uh ak-47s damper the <laughs> there mood were no there were no police on sunday and i don't know if they were like trying to like call the protesters bluff like if shit goes down there's nobody to you know, fix like if it they're not there yourselves. and it goes violent, they can be like, "We didn't do this one because we weren't even there." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but look, it didn't. It didn't. Right? It was right. fine. No. So yeah, it's fine. Point it's proven. Good. Yeah, we don't need police. Um, is it on YouTube? Your video, by the way. Uh, oh, you, you I'm going to throw it up on YouTube and Twitter. It's on Instagram and Facebook at the moment. Uh, Brenton, so, what about you? You got any plugs? I don't have any plugs other than support uh, all things comedy and the comedians on the network, but I will leave us with a couple of fun uh, little pieces of news. Uh, as of June 16th, uh, it was the five-year anniversary of an article coming out that uh, scientists believe within five years they could recreate living dinosaurs. 
So we are now two days past the point where scientists promised us dinosaurs. So if you thought 2020 was crazy right now. Have they seen the movie Jurassic Park? for the fucking dinosaurs because they're coming. It's all happening. We can't cure the diseases that are already plaguing the planet we are on now. Yeah, so bring the dinosaurs back. (laughs) Let's end on this. Uh, they looked at the Mayan calendar, which said the world would end in 2012 and realized, oh, we didn't factor in the change of the time and how they calculated this and that. It was actually eight years later, according to the Mayan calendar, the world ends this week. Oh, fuck. I better win a million this weekend. I'm telling you right now. And let me tell you, DraftKings, don't fuck me the way you try to fuck Brenton if I win that million. Yeah. There's no holiday on Monday. It's not, it's not Columbus Day or any of that other bullshit. I want mm-hmm. my fucking cash. And if the cash. world ends Monday at 9.05, I want to be spending that million already. Um, by the way, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there this Sunday. Um, thank you for being great dads if you are a great dad. I had a great dad. I'm going to miss him very much. It's my first one without him, and it's going to be tough. But I have two sons myself, and we will have a great day anyway. Uh, but I wish happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Um, and even if you don't even know if you had a kid or not, you probably if you think you probably nutted in someone and had a kid, pat yourself on the back. You're doing a great job. Yeah, um, shoot off some fireworks. I can confidently say I have no children. <laughs> <laughs> You have an M, sure? I'm pretty pretty damn positive. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else, guys? Anything else we want to touch on? Any other crazy news? No? No, just stay safe. Travel right. safe, Steve. Thanks, guys. Don't I love you sick. all. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you very much for joining me. How you been? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. 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 Steve Ren is easy. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. Fucking lit. I'm